Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, a.k.a. Papa Poops. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to throw an all-new nickname at me? Yeah, right <laughs> at the top. includes Poops? Right at the top of the show, Jordan. Shit, man. Before we even get into... Uh, arborists, which is the subject of our show. Okay. Well, arbors and arborists. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, it's not just like a, 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 I guess, John Muir, maybe? Too much. Too much at the top of the show. Okay. Okay, Papa Poops. So let's address, Do you wanna, okay. let's discard our subject for this week. So ordinarily every week we talk about trees and those who love them. Sick of trees. But this week on the show, let's get rid of that. Yeah. Let's get right into Papa Poops. Should you, we introduce you know, our guest? Hold on. You know why, you know why fuck trees, Jesse? <laughs> I Why? just found out. We've been doing this podcast for years, the topic of which is arbory matters. Yeah. Matters you, arboreal. Do you know owls live in that shit? I had no I, idea. I just found that out. Wait, were, what, were you reading or something? Yeah. A, a bird book. Uh-huh. Because I want to study the enemy. <laughs> See, that's a, here's I the thing. I want to study the enemy. I only read human books. That's my rule. Well, I, I will never read a bird book. No matter what, you could give me a million dollars. I would say, no thank you, sir. That book is for the birds. Anyway, owls are living in this shit rent-free uh-huh. on my dime. Really? Fuck trees. Let's never do a podcast about trees again. Let's just ch- let's just talk. Okay. Should we introduce our guest on I the show before to. we talk about Papa Poops? Yes. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Go. Okay. Our guest on this uh, on this week's program is a beloved podcaster and a stand-up comic. He is the co-host of the podcast. That's called All Fantasy Everything, All right? Fantasy Everything. All Fantasy Everything. David Bory, welcome to the show. AKA David. the Chartreuse Marauder? Yeah. I just sure. Whoa! Nickname first se- No, you get I one. I wanted one. Bringing it in up top. <laughs> nickname first segment. I like it. Did, is that is that coming from anywhere, or is that just... Just, in, just uh, my moves and my actions and what they see me do <laughs> in the street. It was blessed to me. Right, I, I didn't make it. I, you don't. Sure. You earned that. No, no, you don't give yourself a nickname. I was just called you'd have Chartreuse. To be a, you'd have to be a couple of real jackasses to give <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself a. <laughs> you would have to be in the midst of a long series of audience alienating decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I, which I always am. Yeah. Sure. I, it's a good way to be. I was giving my son Oscar, mm-hmm. who recently turned four years old, a bath. That's a fun age. It is a, he's a he is a fun guy. He is a very <laughs> fun guy. I don't I don't really know anything about child development. Uh huh. Um, but anytime anybody mentions their child and their age, I like to say that's a fun age. Well, it's a good that's, call. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I like to say they're eating hard foods now. <laughs> Wait, like, hard hard foods? Hard but foods. Oh yeah. So it goes it goes breast milk. Yes. Soft foods, then hard foods. Yeah. What and then, would be an example like a lollipop, like a Dorito. Because <laughs> you can't give like a baby a chip, right? Yeah. But it works. Mm, that's true. It works for any age. Like somebody's like, oh. My daughter Karen turned 28, and you're like, oh, she's eating hard food now. You know what I do, David, <laughs> is I I steam the Doritos yeah. for the baby. That's because oh. you're a good father. Yeah. You hear that, Dad? Well, a lot of – see, the thing is, is a lot of parents <laughs> – a lot of parents who don't really care about their kids will give their kids nacho cheese mm-hmm. Doritos, okay? Right. Which is fine. That's fine. I'm not here to judge other parents' parenting, but I make sure that I give my kids – Nacho cheesier, mm. steamed nacho steamed cheesier, nacho yeah, it, with like the corners cut off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 good. Parent. Just round it off, rounded, <laughs> and then you take Doritos. those, and then you take those Doritos corners, 
and you mail them to the homeless shelter. That's see, because this is Christmas and it's a time for giving. It's if you ask at the shelter what do they want, you you you'd be surprised at the answers. It's clean socks, yeah, yep. blankets, and Dorito, and yeah. Dorito yeah. corners. I mean, they say that on the street. I saw a guy. <laughs> really? I saw a guy yelling about Dorito corners on the walk in. The streets is talking. The streets is talking about Dorito corners, and they like them steamed. So sure. I was giving my son Oscar. And a you bath. meet a guy on the corner, and you buy Dorito corners. Yeah, Got that's. It. <laughs> That's how I got it. I, I have a man on the corner. Got it. His name is Dorito Corners. <laughs> That's called living hand to hand to mouth. Sure. <laughs> so here's what uh, here's what happened. Oh wait, can I just t- say one yeah. more thing about child rearing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about it, but I do know that it goes breast milk. Yep. Soft foods, mm-hmm. hard foods, mm-hmm. difficult foods. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like those Japanese blowfish that kill you if you don't slice them oh, exactly right. Oh, got it. That so makes sense. You, it goes through the natural progression from baby to infant to child to travel host. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's Japanese poison blowfish and then lick a maid, which it. can be difficult. I don't got even it. know what that is. So you get a you have a it's a it's a pouch based candy. Oh, so I'm have... already out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, did you have a bad experience with Big League, too? I, you know, I had a pouch incident back in the day. With kangaroo caramel? I don't, I don't talk about it. It's okay. not a big deal. Fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> it's a pouch of powder. It's a pouch of flavored powders, and then you have a candy stick, and you lick the stick, dip it in the powder. Are you talking about Fun Dip? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's a lick you... lick made I don't understand what you're saying. I think it's another, it's like a Oreo Hydrox situation. Lick them Aid? Lick them Aid. That's a way worse name than Fun Dip, for I, sure. Yeah, it is. Now that, I, <laughs> now that I'm hearing them together. Yeah, Lick them Aid. Although yeah. I think if we're being comprehensive, we should point out neither is a particularly good name. I don't know. Both fun Dip. Weird. Fun Dip covers it. What do you not like about Fun Dip? Mm, it makes it seem dippy. It's, it is dippy. <laughs> you don't like dips? <laughs> Are you not a dip guy? Dips. I guess I guess I do like dips. Now that you now that you put it in the context of dips, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you had fun dips out at a party, I would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I would want a community Bowl. do that. Really? Well, because it's like we're all. So I assume that there's just a giant bowl of the powder, and then everyone's got their own stick. Yeah, but <laughs> you get a stick it, when you come through the door. Yeah. You write your name on it with a sharpie. Yeah. Once it becomes a paste, you know, eventually it becomes a paste, and then the loser's got to drink it. No, <laughs> the paste is for the baby, David. Oh, duh. Still See, on soft foods. I've never had kids. I've Still never had kids. Still on soft foods. Yeah. <laughs> so I was joking around with my son yes. in the bath. He's four. Fun age. He's four years old. That is a fun age. And he said to me, Daddy, your name is Papa Poops. Mm. And I was charmed by that. And then he went, and I said, oh, really? Papa Poops? Papa Poops, is that right? And he said, well, actually... I will call you Glampa. Ah, Glampa. That's a great name. The glamorous grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's a lot of good foreshadowing, too. Like, yeah, down the road, you're going to have to get some kind of a chain. Some... <laughs> <laughs> what kind of chain? You I, mean like, gold, a, like a gold chain or like have, a restaurant chain? I mean, 50-50. You're going to have to live up to that name somehow. I could get both, like E-40. Yeah. yeah. What's Man. the most glamorous chain? Yeah, he. I mean, Wingstop. His kids, according Wingstop. to E forty, yeah. his kids call him Grandpa for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, Droopy's <laughs> children. Oh yeah, they call E forty. They call Grandpa. forty Grandpa. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. You should. You should have said, "Hey, that's Doctor Poops." <laughs> <laughs> didn't go to seven years Here's of poopical school. Yeah, pooped. <laughs> I guess. Do you feel like now 
not to not to criticize your parent parenting, yeah. not to mom shame you, right? Um, but do you feel that was disrespectful? Do you feel like you're setting a precedent for your son? You know, calling you names in public, changing your name, comparing you to poop. Was this? Should, should this I have feel, been a timeout situation, I guess is what my, I'm asking. Here's my worry, Jordan. Uh-huh. I worry mm. that you're imagining a world in which my children respect me. <laughs> oh. So this is just – this is the norm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean I think – I'm glad that you mentioned norm. Mm-hmm. I think I get a norm level of respect. They're glad to see me when I come into the bar. Okay. Right. But they know that I'm an unemployed house painter. Okay. And they've never met Norm, my wife. Is that what Norm? Norm was an accountant, mm-hmm. and then eventually he became a house painter. Always talking about Vera. That's yeah. a common. That's a common. That's a common trade jump. Yeah, a lot of people do that. <laughs> sure, a lot of people yeah. make that move. Absolutely, it just makes sense. Absolutely. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good. Um, let's see. Do I have anything to talk about? G- starting the holiday parties. Yeah, I see you're wearing a holiday necktie. Well, it's not. It's a. It's it's a festive necktie. Okay. Here was my plan. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple. I'm I'm jumping parties tonight. Oh, Ooh, really? I'm going. I'm total of two parties. Uh huh. That's jumping. One of them is close. Party number one, close to Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo Cantina. So right. let's go ahead and call it three parties. Okay. Right? Yeah. One of them I will be going to by myself before the other parties. Right. You go to the Cabo Wabo Canty by yourself? Uh, I mean, yeah, if I'm listen. The cobweb can't. The cobweb okay. can't. I'm sorry. That's my bad. If, if, listen, I'm not going out of my way to go to the cobweb cantina by myself. I wouldn't That's be mad sad. if you were. No. Should it leap into your path like a suicidal man into the path of an onrushing train? Listen, here's why it's You have sensible. no choice but to run it over. Here's why it's sensible to go to the cobweb cantina by myself tonight. Yeah. Two-party situation. So endurance is key. Right. Yeah. Work in the morning can't get too wrecked. Right. Okay, what time is work? Work's going to start about 8. Ooh, you got to get that base coat. Like So, now. naturally, it, it only makes sense to go to Cabo Wabo Cantina between the two parties. Right. So I can, again... Drink uh, how you want to drink. You mentioned the base. You need the base coat. Which is important. Dance how you want to dance. <laughs> sure. The Adams family. <laughs> yeah, I'll play how I want to play. <laughs> go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Yeah. Ninja rap. Yeah. Um, so here's this, this, what I'm wearing now is kind of a last minute decision. Uh huh. I was going to go with fun holiday sweater. Got it. And, you know, I, there's a, get it, boy, it's a fine line. Boy, it's a fine line between fun holiday sweater and ugly Christmas sweater that makes you look like an asshole. Or like bold political statement. (laughs) I never even considered bold political statement. You got it. Yeah. They're doing crazy stuff with, you can get like a free Palestine. Yeah, Christmas sweater these days. They're doing crazy stuff. Wow, it yeah. seems that seems like the wrong medium for the Palestinian people. You know, at this point, it's just whatever works. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta just shotgun approach. Whatever sticks to the wall, you know. They're also making free Palestine Buddhas now. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> write it on some matzah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> um, so I I bought one of these things. And I liked it in the store. Well, now, what's is this? Where is this sweater that you purchased on the continuum? The continuum from is it a full joke sweater? No, no this or a is, fun sp- sweater? Yeah, like it doesn't say. Like for instance, when I was shopping, I saw one that said uh, "single and ready to jingle." Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bori likes it. Yeah, I'm in. Now, is there something charming about single and ready to jingle? Sure. I don't I'm that's not I don't think that's 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 not what I I'm not the guy who wears single and ready to jingle. Um every day I'm every day I'm cringling. That's where did you go? Where is the store? I mean, uh, this was a this is basically what I spent my weekend doing. <laughs> Is going to various stores and looking at their fun holiday sweaters. Go traveling from Hot Topic to Target and back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe hit the old navy. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good weekend. Stop into weekend. lids and see if they're throwing any curveballs. <laughs> sure, they're not. <laughs> they are never never that. Uh, so I got this fun holiday sweater and I'm like, great, this is fun. I'm going to project an air and you know not too goofy, but it's got some snowflakes. It had a reindeer in a scarf. But it doesn't say anything. It does not say anything. Because you don't want to be with that guy, huh? I do not want to. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, did I consider the Deadpool one? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but – and I, I'm trying this thing on and I'm, I'm walking out the door. I'm like, fuck. This sucks. It just – I just – I don't know why. Something about it sucks. It doesn't fit right. It's I, – I don't know. So I – last minute, I think I'm, I'm just doing tie and blazer. Not particularly holiday themed. I, I I don't know how I feel at this point. Did I chicken out? Did I make the right decision? Am I a coward? Am I not fun? Am I do I not have holiday spirit? I don't know. It was I'm, a, I'm very happy with you, Jordan. Thank you. I want you to know that I believe in you a thousand percent. You got on a nice burgundy and forest green knit tie. Yeah, it's That's like perfect for a casual yeah, gathering. It's like a grown up Christmas tie. No, thanks, guys. You I like feel not fun. You look like a. I feel like I'm going to roll into this thing, and no, people you... are going to go look at look at stuffed shirt over there. No, you look <laughs> like a breezy sophisticate. Now, yeah. should you have stuffed your shirt? No, <laughs> but you can take out the stuffing when we're done podcasting. Yeah, Here's shoulder what... pads. They're not necessary. <laughs> Here's what I but. Did you hear how hard Bori laughed at single and ready to jingle? I should have got it. There's it still was, time. It was really charming. I could still stop by that target and get single and ready to jingle. Do you want to do that, should. though? You want to be that guy st- stopping in to get the funny shirt before you go know. to Cabo Wabo God. by yourself? <laughs> yeah, I guess the man in that sweatshirt eating at Cabo Wabo alone is a, is you a don't very particularly to, sad. Yeah, that You have to be surrounded by people with that shirt. That's not a alone. Sure. That's not an alone shirt. Now I have to tell women I'm ready to jingle. <laughs> Which is, you know, that's tough. You hey. can have it printed on a card, like a calling or business card. Oh, sure. You know, like how Bill Murray gives you that card that says you met him. Yeah. yeah. I can just have one that says ready to jingle. Yeah. It'll that's... be kind of loud, so I'll have to be like, hi, I'm ready to jingle. <laughs> My name's Jordan. Jordan, jingle. <laughs> Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to Cabo Wabo Canteen. I'll, I'll save a stool. I'll save the stool next to me. And you, okay. If you want to lay down a base coat. You gotta lay down a base. <laughs> Adam's family. <laughs> Papa Poops. Poops. <laughs> I think this is going to go great tonight. I actually have – I am facing a very uh, similar or at least parallel dilemma in my life mm-hmm. right now, which is that um, I have been – I have been uh, – this – I I want to put in context the thing that I'm about to talk about because it will sound name-droppy. But I just want to make it clear that I have no 
the the minor celebrities listed in this anecdote mm-hmm. are the only minor celebrities I know. At least the only ones that haven't been on Jordan Jesse Go before. I'm very excited. Okay, so I know Ryan Johnson a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really lovely dude, and he is the director of the upcoming Star Wars movie. Now, what's this? Uh, Star Wars is like, ah, oh, jeez, what is it? What is? Not sci-fi. That's that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I would call it a space opera. Okay. Um, now, when you say space, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a. Uh, do you know Neil deGrasse Tyson, the scientist? Oh, the wrestler, the uh, former <laughs> college wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Neil yeah, deGrasse yeah, yeah. Tyson. I do know from do. college wrestling. Yeah, from college. He, wrestling. Most people, know, I say scientists. Most people either know him as the college wrestler yes. or the jerk from the internet. <laughs> yes, those are the two. That guy had a mean half Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Back um, in 78. And and the man who convinced me that I was wrong to enjoy Jurassic Park. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, that's something Neil deGrasse Tyson does on Twitter is he'll, like, explain why the popular movie at the time could never happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he will it's explain. It's a movie, though. <laughs> that's why I go is because it could never happen. <laughs> I don't think he knows. Yeah. I don't watch Legally Blonde because I think that could happen. <laughs> I watch it because I want to feel good. One time I interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson and I asked him if uh, the infinite nature of space ever made him feel scared. And... Uh, he made me feel bad for asking that. Oh yeah. yeah. He put you in a half Nelson? He basically said <laughs> he basically said I was a space pussy. <laughs> then he hit you with a folding Whoa. chair. And he does not know that pussies are strong. That is the craziest insult I've ever heard. He was really mean to me. <laughs> so this Star Wars movie is So yours. okay. So this sounds kinda like a Jupiter ascending or a Valerian in the city of a thousand planets, kinda like one of those. Yeah, I How mean, similar it's is like, it to Valerian in the city of Is it like Africa? Homeboys in Outer Space? Have you seen, oh, have you one seen of my that favorites. one where, where uh, Sean... Hey, Netflix, where's that revival, by <laughs> the way? Have you seen that one where Sean Connery wears the singlet? <laughs> oh, Zardoz, yeah. So this it's is a like Zardoz. Zardoz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of a Zardoz. So I, uh, and I am, I think, I think uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, Ryan's going to come on Bullseye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had to go see the movie for it. Star Wars. But because it's Star Wars, there's no advanced screenings of the movie. You right. don't get to see it ahead of time. Uh, you know, normally they just send me a, a Vimeo link with a password or something <laughs> like that. And so they in, so they invited me to the premiere of the movie in Hollywood. Oh, the, boy. Oh, the, wow. Like on the carpet? Yeah. Well, I don't think I get to walk the carpet. Well, I mean, but you get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, You'll get to a, be near the carpet. Yeah. It's at like and the, you can see if it matches the drapes. It's at, like, <laughs> <laughs> at Grauman's Chinese or sure, whatever. One yeah. of these giant One of these giant 2,000-seat oh, yeah. movie theaters in Jesse, Hollywood. Jesse, you know what you'll be close to after the movie? What's that? Combo Wubble Canteen. <laughs> it's right up there. You can go alone. Base coat. Base coat. Base coat. <laughs> I just assumed you were going to say Fredericks of Hollywood. That's oh, where shit. I was planning on stopping in. Well, if you're in uh... It's going to get myself a nice singlet. Is that a real store? Yeah. Ooh, I only know it from uh, catalogs I used to steal from my mother. Oh, oh there's yes. a real store. Wow. Well, you With think, all that- You think strippers do all their shopping online? They are you, gotta, they are you calling my mother a stripper? The product. <laughs> yeah, that was yes. Apparently, she was. I don't know why she was getting those. I mean, she wasn't getting them, but I don't know why they. Maybe were going to the she house. was just a. Maybe she was just a a, a normal woman who wanted to feel sexy sometimes. That's I a think, good point. I think she's just fun too. My just mom likes fun. wacky prints. You're fun. I'm fun. I like so... wacky prints. Yeah, yeah. But like underwear. Yeah, yeah. I like socially aware prints. <laughs> yeah. Like sign of the times. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't. That's the worst kind of prints. Yeah. 
Um, Everything post Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. <laughs> That's the prince for me. Yeah, rainbow children. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm supposed. I'm so my wife and I are going mm-hmm. to this amazing Star Wars premiere, which is that sounds uh, like the most fun yeah, thing in history. Cool. I've lived in I've lived in <clears throat> Los Angeles for ten years mm-hmm. or whatever, and I've never been to a movie premiere before, uh, and I am excited about it. But I was terrified because what am I supposed to wear? Because the only movie screenings I've ever gone to mm-hmm. are critics screenings, <clears throat> right? In which case, what I should wear shorts is well. I was going to say dirty pajamas, <laughs> basically. Right. Teach his own, um, or like, or like, I've because I've been to a few of these too. Right, I worked in this business for a while. Yeah, I'd say yeah. It's either full pajama or pipe tobacco stained corduroy blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that cherry tobacco. And yeah. I mean, I could probably handle the second. Sure. <laughs> if if it came to it, I could come up with such a blazer. Yeah, you could really yeah. fuck up a blazer. Yeah, absolutely. So I I didn't know what to do about it. Mm. So I was trying. I was like racking my fucking brain trying to come up with how how I'm supposed to dress mm-hmm. for this thing. So I know I'm not going to walk the red carpet. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to be disrespectfully casually dressed, and also. I like to dress nice. That's sure. a hobby of mine. I don't get to go out with my wife that much. We're going to go to a fancy thing that this kid's got like a dinner afterwards. Dress and up. Peacock should, a little bit. Ex- yeah, that's exactly. No, I'm with Exactly, it. David. Boyd. I understand. Exactly. So I – but I was worried about it because mm-hmm. I don't want to be presumptuous. Mm-hmm. You know. So I was – the other day I was at NPR doing an interview mm-hmm. in Culver City, California and Paul Feig was there. And I didn't run into Paul mm-hmm. Feig but – I said, ah, Paul Feig, there's a man who can dress himself and has been to a lot more movie premieres than I have. I'm going to drop Paul Feig a line and ask him. He told me, you can definitely wear black tie, Mm -hmm. which is like a tuxedo, right? Damn. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, oh, yeah, sold. Sold in the room. I got a fucking tuxedo. I'll wear that shit. I'm looking for opportunities. I'll wear my fucking opera pumps. Okay. You got opera pumps? Oh yeah, you know I got opera pumps, baby. I had no idea. Yeah. All right, that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. Slip them on. <laughs> <laughs> Slip them on and hit the town. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. So uh, then I'm like, okay, great. I'm gonna wear black tie. Then I'm starting to have second thoughts because I'm remembering that Paul Feig, you know, will wear he would wear a suit and tie to Marine World Africa USA mm-hmm. um, or uh, Magic Mountain. He'd be there in his Savile Row suit. Well, so, you know, you're getting your picture taken a lot at Magic Mountain. That's Basically true. at the end of that's every true. ride. Yeah, it's so, its own right. red carpet. He's got to watch, <laughs> right. watch his brand. Because <laughs> they take your picture when you're receiving your funnel cake. Yep. Yeah. Just because you, you're so excited when yeah. you get that funnel cake. And then when you're later ejecting it on a ride. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming Another in, picture. going out. Yep. You're going to all put on a mouse pad. So I am – I'm starting mm. to doubt myself. I'm starting to think – I tried to – I created a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. I wanted to wear the tuxedo that I own, so I emailed the guy who would wear a tuxedo to anything right. that happened after mm-hmm. 5 p.m. You know, I, I subconsciously knew what guy that's been to move – like I could have emailed David Wayne. Sure. You know what I mean? David Wayne wouldn't have told me to wear a tuxedo, you know? So I, I'm starting to doubt myself. And then today I got the email. That confirms that my wife and I are on the list. Oh, yeah. We each have to bring our photo ID, and it has a dress code on it. Mm. This is the dress code. 
Star Wars chic. <laughs> what the fuck? Now you got to dress up like CP3PO. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the only indications are Star Wars chic and then no lightsabers, blasters, or masks. It said mm. that? Yes. Said no sabers? For well, security how are you supposed reasons. To be? Okay, so they want you rolling in there unarmed. Why, well, their concern is I may bring a real lightsaber. That's, you can, that's my concern. Well, I mean, it depends on how, how high your metachlorians are, but. Right. Yes. And here, now, listen. <laughs> I don't want to get into a concealed weapons debate. Right. But would you consider a metachlorian a concealed weapon? There's a lot of libs out there who say, <laughs> hey, we need to ban blasters and lightsabers. Well, uh-huh. sure, but those bad guys are just going to use the force push. Do you think the PC police got rid of the midichlorians from by when they retconned the episodes one through three? I think that's their whole game yeah. is I getting rid of the lowering all our midichlorian counts. Right. I think that still... That's why still, they put fluoride in our drinking water. Yeah, this, this thing goes straight to the top. I don't think they've retconned that. I think they... Just no one talks about it. Oh, okay. Just you're not supposed to talk about it. Got it. People are like... Metachlorian's like, mm, I forget what that is. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> on with the movie. So now, I don't know what that, what the fuck is, am That's, I supposed to wear a Obi-Wan Kenobi robe? You can yes. do whatever you want. <laughs> yes. That's, I think you should feel free. You should play jazz now. That's liber, oh. They open it up. You it's can about do the robe you you're not wearing. Yeah. I want to play Bach. I want a, <laughs> I want a nice square song to play. Mm-hmm. No, it's real too late. round, real real squared off edges. Everything goes in a consistent pattern. No, you got to do the jitterbug and smoke reefers. Oh no, not I'm not. I'm becoming a jazz bow. Yeah. yeah, that's what's happening. Make a free jazz album and then die of a heroin overdose. I was like, can <laughs> I that. just? Is there some kind of Star Wars hat I could add to my tuxedo? Yeah. Do they wear hats? In Star Wars? What's the most famous Star Wars hat? I guess Darth Vader's Boba wearing Fett? a helmet. Boba Fett's, I guess that's a no, helmet No, that's a again. helmet, too. Who's I don't got think a... anybody Oh, no, they hat. got a hat in, in, episode, in the episode four, I guess. In a regular a New Star Hope, Wars. Remember? Regular Star Wars. Yeah, the, he has the black hat in the very who beginning. Who does? Oh, I guess the, the, the general. The generals on, in, the, on the, the Death Star and on the Star Destroyers. Have the like Imperial a tiny generals little have little, cap. yeah. Oh, Like yeah. a who's on first kind of cap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should be doing two, two-hand comedy instead of worrying about my outfits. I don't give a damn. That's uh-huh. the only part of that yeah, bit yeah. I know. <laughs> then they go, how <laughs> they sell it with a nonsense sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I do comedy. Just <laughs> David Boy's like Zang! <laughs> punctuating everything. Mm-hmm. It is genuinely terrifying me though. Like I wish I had been to uh, like a, maybe like an Alexander Payne movie premiere sure, or something yeah. where I would have felt comfortable wearing the tuxedo now, first, and then now I feel like I've been thrown into advanced. Premier clothing. Are you not going to tuxedo it then? I don't know. Here's I my suggestion. Don't know. Here's I, I, my I'm suggestion. not being insincere when I say I have no fucking clue what I'm. Here's my do. suggestion, and I know there's part of this that would maybe hurt you. You used to you used to cover premieres. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, but uh, my shtick was covering them in a goofy outfit. Yeah, but there were a couple. Star Wars of, chic? Or? St- not never Star Wars chic. Uh, but there were a couple of times where they said new go- no goofy outfits, and you had to wear a you know coat and tie. Here's my suggestion: if if this if this would not be too painful, mm-hmm. it might. Here's how I think you can get out of this. If this would not be too painful, maybe I could go on a wine tasting wine tasting trip through the Santa Barbara <laughs> wine country with Paul P a y n e full yeah, and then you can get drunk in that new movie that might be good anyway. Yeah. Hard to say. Kristen Wiig's in it. <clears throat> hey, there you go. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, suit. Yeah. 
Star Wars Pocket Square. Get get some that's, material. Oh, that's cool. S- space or, you know, a print that maybe is reminiscent of, you know, like an old Star Wars pillowcase, mm-hmm. like a vintage Star Wars pillowcase. That's a good idea. Then you're being fun, mm-hmm. but it's a little detail. People will like it, uh-huh. but you're not, you know, in an Obi-Wan robe. Right. I somehow feel mm-hmm. like I would feel more comfortable in the robe. Oh, Yeah. Just, well, well, it's not, is it a comfortable situation that you're worried about? With a robe, you're you know, with a robe, you're out there, you're doing your thing. You're like, yeah. what's up? I am Obi Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness <laughs> from the classic <laughs> sure. 1960s British comedies, <laughs> or you and McGregor, or you and McGregor, because as we've learned, the prequels are still canon. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. It's still the Bible. Yeah. Or St. Francis of Assisi. <laughs> one of those three. One of those three could be Junipero yeah. Serra. That's, um, that's my vote. Star Wars Pocket Square. Star Wars Pocket Square. Here's what I say. I yeah. think you got to do it on them. Uh-huh. You wear the tuxedo, right? Uh-huh. Darth Vader gloves. Uh-huh. Cape. Uh-huh. Helmet. Yeah. And then, but in a tuxedo. And then real gun. <laughs> and then real gun. <laughs> real gun. This is not a Star Wars gun. <laughs> no, this is just my gun. It's my right. It's my right. David. I take it everywhere. It's my right. <laughs> yeah. Open carry. Yeah. So this is a this is a California. This is an interesting thing, David, uh, with the gun control debate that's been raging. California is not an open carry state. No. But it is an open carry Vader state. So if you mm. are a member of the Sith. Okay. You can carry a weapon openly. Can I just say I am sick of the tax breaks mm-hmm. and the exemptions that the Sith are getting Thank throughout you. our country right now. Thank you. It is time for us to take the power back from these old Yeah, I'm saying it. White, whoa, okay, red, sure. and literally black men. <laughs> Not not brown like me, like men, black, sure. like a Darth Maul. Sure, yeah. kind of a withered, also kind of a withered, like a purplish gray. What is that? Hey, like, a yeah, old like a old Sorry, sorry color. to be this guy, but not all Sith, okay? <laughs> They're not all. Some of them just like order. No, listen, my sister is dating a Sith. I don't hate them. Yeah. Some of them have good jobs. Sure, yeah. Some They're of them not all. Good, yeah, but, you know, most of them. Can I say something? Sith. I don't see you guys creating jobs. Sure. These guys are out here building major infrastructure problems. Sure. Do you have any Death idea Star. how build many it again jobs and... are being created when you build a spaceship that can destroy a planet? Uh, you know, I don't know the number because the Ewoks are coming in and taking those jobs. What Whoa. about so, No, Whoa. I don't know the numbers. I don't what know about, the stats. What about when you do the same thing a second time in another movie, the other one? That had about the same thing happen in it. Like roughly the same. I don't remember it very well. I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. Here's, I mean, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people will say, will say, sure. I was impressed with Adam Driver. Just building. I thought he was really great. You, if you build a, you know, somebody destroys the Death Star, and then you know, a couple years later, you build the Star Killer base. Mm -hmm. Yes. Some would say, is that just a bigger Death Star? Mm-hmm. I'll counter with, yeah, but if you're building a bigger Death Star, that's creating more jobs. Of that's course, it's point. the new New Deal. Sure. Yeah. 
the, the new the new order the new order I mean when you think deal. about when you think about all the artists who are being employed by the SPA the Sith Progress Administration yes. mm-hmm. I mean okay I understand they do some good things in the I just my thing is that they're naturally violent uh-huh. and I don't want that <laughs> right. in my country guys give Snoke a chance listen <laughs> <laughs> I know he's popping off on Twitter all we are saying <laughs> is give Snoke a chance okay we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Borey, the chartreuse marauder. Hey, we've got some sponsors on this week's program. First of all, our good friends at Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. They don't just make mattresses either. You know, Jordan, they make uh, pillows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make other bedding materials, and they do them all the same way. They, they cut out the middleman so that you get an affordable uh, and exceptionally high-quality product delivered straight to your door in a special box that when you cut it open, uh, the mattress uh, expands out of it in a really amazing way that's basically the adult equivalent of those little dinosaurs that you drop into water, and they get bigger and bigger, and it's really amazing. Uh, Casper brand mattresses combined multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. And if you want $50 off any mattress purchase... You visit casper.com slash JJGo and use promo code JJGo at checkout. That's casper.com slash JJGo. We've also got some sponsorship this week from our pals at Stitch Fix. It's a new way to shop for clothes that does all the work for you. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. You know, sweater weather's here. Is it? But if last year's layers are feeling tired, give me Give your closet a wake-up call with help from the style experts at Stitch Fix. It's a new way to shop for clothes that does all the work for you. You go online, you answer some questions about your sizes, your favorite styles, your budget. You know, you tell them, am I going into an office? Am I going on dates? Am I going to dinner after work? Am I going to a Star Wars premiere and the dress code is Star Wars chic? Will I be at a Cabo Wabo Cantina alone? (laughs) Uh, Their personal stylist will pick five pieces based on your preference and send them to your door, try them on, and only pay for what you keep. Uh, I actually am a uh, Stitch Fix customer myself, and I really like it. I was wearing a nice uh, Stitch Fix outfit. Uh, I'm doing a little uh, freelance work in kind of a cool tech office these days, and I was mm-hmm. talking to a producer I was working with mm-hmm. and stopped me mid-sentence and, and just said, Hey, I just wanted you look great today. And then someone is passing by, and they're like, Yeah, he does look great. Two compliments on my Stitch Fix clothes, Jesse. Wow. That's when a impressive. problem comes along... You must stitch it. When a problem comes along, you must stitch it! Get started now at stitchfix.com slash jjgo, and you'll get 25% off when you keep all five items. stitchfix.com slash jjgo. stitchfix.com slash jjgo. When a problem comes along, you must stitch it. 
Okay. Uh, we're also uh, we're headed to SF Sketchfest. So for those of you in the San Francisco Bay Area, we are going to be doing Jordan Jesse Go with our good friend Mr. Andrew Richter. Yes, that's right, Andy Richter from television. More guests to be announced? He was in an Olsen Sisters movie. <laughs> yeah. I think New York Minute. <laughs> Olsen Sisters New York Minute. That's uh, going to be January 12th at the Gateway, formerly the Eureka Theater in downtown San Francisco. Uh, I am also doing Judge John Hodgman the previous night, opening night of Sketchfest, at the beautiful Castro Theater on Castro Street in the heart of the Castro District in San Francisco, one of uh, San Francisco's greatest treasures, the Castro Theater. And are you doing this obsessed show? I sure am, Jesse. Uh, I will be a guest uh, Saturday, 1.13, 8 p.m. on our good buddy Joseph Scrimshaw's Obsessed podcast. That's at the Piano Fight main stage, 15 bucks, 8 p.m., 1.13. Our good buddy Matt Belknap also going to be on that show. Oh, the great Matt Belknap. Now, Jordan. Yes. David. Yes. The holidays are coming up. Sure Boom. And a lot of people here in Southern California are looking for great gifts. Uh, that's, some, that's something I've been hearing. Local news, I've heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the water cooler, I've heard that. Down at the local hardware store. Yeah, all the Doritos Corner Boys are talking about it. <laughs> yeah. All talking about it. When they're doing their hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand-to-hand-to-mouths. Um, yeah, and I've got great news for anyone who's in Southern California. The Put This On Holiday Market is going to be right here, as in literally right here where we are sitting at Max Fun World Headquarters on Sunday the 10th. That's this coming Sunday, if you're listening to the show uh, as it is released. We will be here from 11 to 6. Uh, Dan, the Put This On Shop Man, and myself will be here with a huge selection of vintage gift items, handmade scarves and pocket squares, caps, vintage clothing, all kinds of blankets, uh, vintage blankets, uh, vintage jewelry for men and women, all kinds of really amazing stuff. It's all going to be here at Max Fun HQ. So stop by on Sunday the 10th to tell us that you heard it on Jordan Jesse Go, because I always appreciate hearing from a tuppy. Uh, it's 2404 Wilshire Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, Sunday the 10th uh, from 11 <laughs> to 6 p.m., <laughs> Uh, and yeah, just just come by. We'll show you the studio if you want. Uh, come hang out, listen to some tunes. Uh, it's going to be a really good time. So uh, the Put This On Holiday Market. You can also find that link at uh, PutThisOnShop.com. Uh, and if you're not in Los Angeles, well, get get over to PutThisOnShop.com and use that code Tuppies uh, so that you can get free shipping. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Borey, the clandestine concubine. I, I have to admit, guys, mm-hmm. I am not one who cares for... I am not generally inclined to use my power as an influencer to influence mm-hmm. when I have been uh, bribed to do so sure. by unsolicited mail. However... I've been sent the strangest and most majestic gift easily in the history. I mean, I've received ones that are more important to my life or to the future of my life, more useful gifts. But this is a truly astonishing gift. A a man named Ezra 
And um, I'm not going to tell you where he lives, but I will say, suffice it to say, mm-hmm. it's Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> he he sent me. This is so comp like the number, the level, uh, the number of levels of this gift. Yeah, it is his job. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is to make suitcases into speakers, into portable speakers. Of course. Which I'm impressed. Yeah, that's a that's a skill. I like I do like that you can make anything into a speaker. Yeah, that's the best. Like teapots. I'm already excited at just at the idea of those people who build their own speaker enclosures for their back of their truck or whatever. <laughs> He's building it into vintage suitcases, which is actually uh, for environmental reasons, it's illegal to build your own speaker enclosures in the back of your truck in Portland. Uh, you're mandated to do it with vintage Okay. Right. Suitcases. Sure, sure. Yeah, they'll shut that down. That makes sense, though. But he sent me one, and I swear to God this is real. It is a vintage suitcase about the size of like a large briefcase or a small overnight bag. And not only did he – cover it in one, two, three, four, five speaker cones. So I guess you got your woofers, your tweeters, and your mids. Yep. Man, you're big into speaker culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a real speak head. Speak, I, speak I really should have yeah, been a real like, speakeasy. Yeah. I'm a real... You're a real speak and spell. <laughs> Woofer, hoofer. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Woof, hoof. So, but he knew that my personal aesthetic... It involves the occasional blazer. Of course. And so he went to the thrift store, bought a tweed coat, skinned it, and then put it onto the – he layered the (laughs) – it's like something from like – it's like if – if Brazil was an episode of Masterpiece Theater. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you know what it looks like to me, if I'm allowed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks as if, like, if Wes Anderson did a Transformers movie. <laughs> right? Oh, folks. That's what there that would go. look yeah, like. Podcaster sure. and comedian mm-hmm. David Borey. He literally... He, I was going to say, like, a witch put a spell on Wes Anderson. <laughs> I think yours is better, though. He gave it a collar and buttons. Mm-hmm. And he put, like, elbow pads on the corners mm-hmm. that he appears to have made himself. It's truly astonishing. And you, so you plug this in, and then you plug it an aux cable into it, and you get, get to bumping. Yeah. Boom. I'm going to put this out, actually. Uh, the, the one purpose for which this is actually useful, this product, I mean, besides beach parties. Sure. Yeah. Uh, tweedy beach parties. Oh, yeah, tweed parties. <laughs> is I'm gonna, I'll put this out at the Put This On Sale on Sunday. And uh, we'll jam on some uh, tasteful tunes. Great. Coming directly out of a sport coat. That's pretty cool, though. And It's kind of astonishing, right? Like, yeah, what that's... a bizarre and amazing, mm-hmm. beautiful, I mean, it sounds like a great gift item to me. I wish I could make something. Yeah. That would be Just nice. Feelings. God, I would love to make... You would make you'd like to make anything, including feelings. Yeah, I just want to feel again. Yeah, <laughs> you would make them that. for yourself. Yeah, and have them. Yeah, yeah. I, I get a certain Freudian pleasure when I make a dookie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, of that course. Feels good. Sure, but uh, feels like I'm doing right. But I relate to you entirely. I'm incapable of making anything. I completely failed even today. Earlier today, I uh, I received some hotly awaited. Uh, What's that called? Light bulbs. Oh, yeah. In the mail from a popular internet retailer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they had the right number of pins, and they had the right shape of base. Nice. But they had two ridges instead of one ridge on the base. What are you You're fucked. You got to count those do? ridges. God damn it! So I can't see anything in is. my closet. I Sorry. man. And now what do you got to do? You got to go to Home Depot or well, something? Well, what I did. I, okay, number one, no. I, I'm not going to Home Depot. That's my worst nightmare. Is that – I just – somebody just – you're the – this is the second time in like two weeks somebody's yelled at me about not going to Home Depot actually. I where do you get your parking lot hot dogs? <laughs> yeah. That is a good question. Yeah. Where you – what parking lot are you getting your hot dog from? I don't think I could even bring myself to deal with Home Depot. Like I, I, <laughs> I find Home Depot so emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't think I could go there to buy one thing that cost five thousand dollars and was in the parking lot at the front. Really? Which is to say a tough shed. You don't think specifically you would... <laughs> a tough shed. I love it. I get so like I get like super hopeful and I get like all these skills in my head that I don't actually have when I go to Home Depot. Like, <laughs> have you ever gone to like a sporting goods store and you're just like in your head, you're, you're like, like, yeah, I am going to rock climb soon. Yeah, field <laughs> hockey. Yeah, yes, please. Of course. I'm very, very good at kayaking. I love racket sports. Yeah, of course. That's how I feel at Home Depot. Like, oh yeah, I can just, I'll just make some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel the exact, I feel lost Hungry. <laughs> I would say like hungry is the number one feeling I have well, at Home that's Depot. Why well, that's you go in get the that... parking lot and get a parking lot hot dog. Of course. When yeah. I when as a kid when we like you know when like my family errands would go to a Home Depot I liked I like to wander around in the plant nursery. Oh, that that, that, that does a fun, a fun place to use your imagination. That sounds comforting. And pee. And pee. Yes, and secretly pee. As a I'll... kid, I definitely peed at the plant section. Hell yeah! yeah. I'll tell you what I did. Uh, to, to try and fix my light bulb situation, uh, I, I looked at these ridges and I thought, how much different could this bulb be than another bulb? Right. It's just the ridges. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the ridges. Because I looked up, you know, when you pull a weird light bulb out of a fixture, and this was one that had been in there since I bought my house, the last mm-hmm. five years or whatever. When you pull it out of the fixture, it doesn't say just buy a double A light bulb. No, it's just there. It's just a series of numbers and letters. <laughs> it says like a GEMRX2 slash XQMR. Why? Who is that for? It's to make me and you feel stupid. And so <laughs> I don't know what the difference is, but I did like, I looked up, it's just, it was a fluorescent tube. You know, like I'm looking up the different two pin, square base. I looked up all the different shit, so I'm like, this has to be able to work. It's just the tubes. So I'm like, oh, I have a rasp in my tool in my toolbox. I have a rasp, a file, you know. Okay. But it's the kind that goes into a a, a a power drill. Okay. So I take it out. It was in my desk drawer actually. I just been having it, and, and I'm doing it by hand. And I'm like, this is not going fast enough. I need to put this in my power drill. Yeah. So I go get my power drill from the garage. I bring it back. <laughs> And it has the base of this thing, it has like a one pointy, its nose is pointy, right? and then it has a cylindrical raspy part, and then it has a square base. Right, like so, a bolt on the bottom. Exactly, right. that holds it in the power drill. So I put it in my power drill, my power drill is not accepting it, mm. too large. Mm. So oh. I have an insight. Story I'm like, of my life. <laughs> well, that and you love to eat pussy. <laughs> 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 In addition to having inappropriately sized power drills. 
<laughs> yeah. So I turn it around to put the pointy end into the which was not a I understood it as I was doing it to neither be a good idea nor the correct one. Nor a, well I was already fucking with electricity, which is a mistake. Right. <laughs> like there's no yeah. electricity on electricity. Yeah. So then I'm like I know that a power drill you're supposed to wear goggles. When you're when you're rasping something, because there's could be particles, sediment and whatnot. Yeah, and then the other thing is when you lock something into a power drill, it's supposed to lock. And the pointy, the conical, the skinny conical part, I can tighten it down pretty good, but that's not going to lock in. No. So I'm using it on the thing. It's both kind of not getting anywhere and periodically flying off to maim someone. Jesus. <laughs> So I had to shut it down. I had to shut down Light the operation. Light bulbs are like three bucks. <laughs> but I, but listen, you have to go into the Home Depot and find someone to help you. That's, that's and then yeah, and they're they're not they're not nice. Yeah, that's like the, Shackley's expedition to the, the North Pole or whatever. You have uh, to bring a lot of canned roast beef I if guess, you want to <laughs> get involved in that situation. If I, yeah, if I were to make a like a list of the most unhelpful employees. Home Depot definitely rivals Kinkos. Yeah, they're up there. Why are they so mean at Kinkos? They are very mean at Kinkos. I know. I've had multiple experiences where it's like, not everybody has a Xerox. Just be cool, man. I'm (laughs) glad. I'm glad that Some people need to use one on a commercial exchange basis. I'm wearing shorts. I'm not in the fax world. Just help me send it out. (laughs) God, I wish I was in the fax world. (laughs) It is complicated. Weirdly, I'm in the telex world. Mm, Not sure what to do with that. but I'm glad that the world is moving in a direction to where going to a Kinkos is less and less important. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a time when you had to go to a Kinko's every now and then and yeah. boy would just be just be treated like garbage. Do you yeah. want to see... Jerks. If you by guys a, want to see me... a stoned man. A if you, very stoned man. If you guys want to see me be a, an ashamed failure, you don't even... Uh, let's not even talk about going to the Home Depot. Let's talk about anything with a poster board. Mm. Anything oh, poster board will... You get some foam core... And I am immediately the the single least competent human being on earth. Really? I can't score foam core. I can't decorate foam core. See, I, I didn't think that that would be you. I thought that you would have a flair for it. No, I have uh, the furthest thing from a flair for it. I've really? got a, a fart for it. you got a fart for it. <laughs> yeah. A real <laughs> Anyway, I ordered some new bulbs. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed, the right guys. Ridges. I will say this. What about the rasp situation, though? The rasp situation was a disaster, but... But does it? did you get it to fit in there? No, I couldn't get enough of it off. It okay. was going too slowly. No, no, I mean the, the, the back of the... I don't understand why... Oh, the, yeah. The point, the conical end fit into my fit but, into my thing. But the square end never fit in? You can no, never it was too big. That. It was too big. It was too... Oh, it loved eating pussy. It's the yeah. of my life. Yeah, so... I have the one thing that I was terrified about is like what I don't what what I fear more than anything else even going to Home Depot is returning something inexpensive by mail. Mm, sure. So if I mail yeah. ordered these light bulbs they were LEDs they cost me 8 bucks a piece or something. So it's enough to hurt. Yeah, it's enough but to not want enough to want to find a new envelope to return them. I always think that they won't believe me when I try to return. Well, also, I you had tampered rasped, with. Yeah, I you rasped, rasped it down. down. I put it back in the box, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. This corporate behemoth 
they don't need my money. They're just going to waste it on the Washington Post. <laughs> oh, I'm- so I was like, I'm going to return it. And guess what? I went. I'm, I said, I'm just going to see how it goes, and I'm probably going to make Danny do it. You know, I'm going to print out the thing. I'm going to have Danny, who's our office administrator, who's on the boards this week. I'm going to bring it to the office and be like, can you put this in an envelope? What I did, I went clickety-clack, clack, clack. Fucking didn't even have to mail it back. They said, just keep it. Just keep it, they said to me. Thank you, Bezos. Wow. Or whoever we're or talking whoever about. whoever we're talking about. When something momentous happens to you, like you get your 16 bucks back, no muss, no fuss. They didn't even... No. Give us a call. 206 984 for fun is our number. 206-984-4-FUN. Here's our first call in momentous occasions. Hey, guys. This is Ian calling from America's Great Northeast with a momentous occasion. Uh, about a week ago, I was at my wife's grandmother's funeral um, at a Catholic church, and the priest did not arrive for about 45 minutes uh, after the service was scheduled to begin. Um, showed up apologetic, and uh, when he went to go get changed and prepared for the rest of the Mass, uh, he mistakenly triggered his wireless microphone when returning back to the church, and uh, we all heard his winded panting uh, over the PA in the church. So anyways, uh, thanks for the show. Bye. I mean, I'm glad that he triggered the microphone and ruined the funeral, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I, but I'm disappointed that it was just winded panting. I really thought that was going to go a lot of places it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like goddamn dead people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind I don't know why, but I thought he, they were going to have heard of masturbating. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be a weird time. And he said, how would all... it sound like? Well, I think when you're, or, a, you're, you you're never... a priest, you're asking for forgiveness while yeah. you're doing it. Father, uh, forgive me. Hail Mary, for I have sinned. For you never I did that sinning. noise when you were a kid, like into the when you masturbate. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always still make that yeah. sound. Yeah. That's why I mention it. Well, I that makes the sound it makes when I masturbate because I use window wiper fluid. <laughs> you use Windex, <laughs> yeah. nature's lube. Yeah. Well, I just nature's, put, yes, Windex, nature's lube. Yeah. I just put my dick on the windshield of my car and sure. set it to in, intermittent. Mm-hmm. Is that not masturbating? I just put it to intermittent. <laughs> Just go ahead and set it to intermittent. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think, I mean, I guess there's a world in where if we were looking to punch this up. Right. People yeah. are confusing the priest's winded panting for the corpse coming back to life. Which, by the way, you're working freelance. You're available for punch-ups. I am absolutely. Oh, man. Do you need me to punch up your anecdotes? Yeah. Do you need me to make your anecdotes into lies? Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I just really wanted to. I, I don't. So they were just in there and the priest was like. <sighs> and then they were listening. And yeah. They, oh. Oh. Oh, I'm a priest. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm ready to jingle. Why <laughs> is he yelling that? It sounded for a minute like the priest was Patrick Warburton. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Patrick. it's me, a priest. Ashes to ashes, I'm ready, dust to dust. I'm ready to jingle. Every day I'm cringling. <laughs> Every day I'm cringling. <laughs> Fun holiday it's a guy. beloved member of the community. Yeah, a beloved hey. holiday guy. Hey. 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 <laughs> she survived by her four sons. And David, this is a running thing we have on the show is we like doing a Patrick Warburton impression. If okay. you have one you'd like to do, please feel free. I don't have one. 
Oh, I wish mm. I did. Yeah. I'm not a big, I don't have a lot of voice. I got the one. <laughs> yeah. oh, it sounds great. Yeah. I do okay. Sounds fantastic. Sounds gorgeous. Mm. Sounds gorgeous. To be David. fair, our Patrick Warburton impressions are not good either. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, we're not setting a don't, high don't, bar. Don't do that to yourself. We're not don't do setting that to a yourself. high bar. Don't do that to yourselves. Not on, not on the holidays. Don't okay, do that to yeah. yourselves. Not at the holidays. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Let's eat a roast beef. Hell yeah, <laughs> canned. Sure, <laughs> get it just out like, of a can. Just like Shackleton would have. Mm-hmm. Oh god, <laughs> I don't fuck with canned or potted meats anymore. Nah. Was no there a time to. when you did? Man, I was heavy in the spam game for a minute. What minute? Oh seven to 09? <laughs> Good All year. Right. That's yeah. a fun age. All right. Like a was this like a teen boy? No, this is this is a man. This is a man boy. Man, not enough money for food, boy. Were you buying brand name? No, I was buying luncheon meat. Okay, mm. in the can. Yeah, that does sound so, like, like a problem. Like the old school can where it had the key. Right. And you wow. would like twist it open. Wow. Yeah. And then well, guess what was in there. Prince Albert. I, something. <laughs> yeah. There was something. How are you, had how, to let him out. How are you preparing this? So I have a lot of – there's multiple ways. Sometimes – because here's the thing about spam. If you if you dice it up real fine mm-hmm. and you fr- pan fry it with eggs, it kind of tastes like bacon. So there are some spam commercials where yeah. they are kind of trying to convince like foodies to like have fun with spam. What? And that is a close-up that they show that has really worked on me. I have actually never had spam before. Whoa. Oh, spam's kind of good. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's surprisingly so I But I have watched <laughs> them do this, dice up the spam real tiny, throw it in a, in a thing with some eggs, yeah. and some bell peppers or something. Ooh. It looks kind of good. It's good. Should I have that? Yeah. I'm going to have it. Let I also the... would do like a Spam burger sometimes. Spam burger hamburger, sure. Which is like, it is a rock of meat. Like, if you eat a Spam burger, you don't have to eat another thing Yeah, I wanna, until you poop that out. I want to let the record, record state, you guys are facing the wrong direction, but when I said Spam's pretty good, we got the most enthusiastic agreement in Daniel Baruella's history. Mm. I think if you want, if you're looking for having fun with spam, you got to ask a Filipino or a Hawaiian. That's uh, true. Those yeah. are your spam kings. Sure. They they are the spam kings. Anywhere that we quit in- sending me those emails. Anywhere <laughs> that we invaded in 1920 or whatever, sure. and uh, had a lot of military bases on in 1958. South Koreans, I think, also do things with spam. Probably also really? a strong uh, mac, mac salad game, too. No, for sure. Oh, you yeah. never had like a, like a spam roll at like a Hawaiian restaurant? Oh, like spam masubi? Yeah, that shit's hella good. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I have not had that. Oh, you got to get in on spam. It's not so bad. And now they have it in low sodium. Well, that's not because I'm – Lord knows we all got to watch our sodium. I mean, you know. It is a good – I mean, I'll say this. I'm a big corned beef hash man. Oh, corned beef hash is great. Corned beef hash is absolutely my top favorite thing that you could buy at a diner. I love it 100%. Best canned foods of all time. And I go to – I'll go – I live in Los Angeles. I'm going – if I'm going out to uh, breakfast or lunch, often I end up at one of these shishi joints. If they have – if they have corned beef hash on the menu, I'll think, great. That's my favorite thing to order at a diner. Right. I order it. I am disappointed every time. There is no doubt in my mind that a 99-cent can of corned beef hash from the expired canned food store <laughs> is better than every fancy corned beef hash I've ever had in my I've time. I've never had it fancy. I've only had it, like, in San Francisco, like, Greasy Spoon. That's what's up. Is where I like That's it. That's what's up. Like, the, like, right outside of the park. and There's some spots. I got some spots. <laughs> yeah, no, I know about that. You don't have to, you don't have to tell from, me. Oh, no, yeah, you've been there. I'm from the SCO. <clears throat> Sucker-free city. 
Absolutely, 100%. That's what we call it. That's what we call it. Not me, Jordan. Yeah, some do. Some do. Some... I, they didn't let me. Yeah. You know what? I tried. They were not into it. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so she can hear this. So I was looking for... <laughs> I was looking for a Christmas gift for my wife. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a hyphy wifey T-shirt. Mm. Oh, that's great! But they don't really make hyphy wifey T-shirts anymore. The only thing that I could find was like sp- on Spreadshirt or something. I didn't want to mess with that kind of low quality right. one at a time print. So then I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to go to the Sick with It Records website and check out what they've got going on there. This is uh, what is that website like? Uh, it's it's a high quality website. They got a nice web store. Really, very high quality website. I believe it. I purchased, so I'm going wild in here. I get, I first I get a Yay Area T-shirt for my wife. Then I'm like, I, I want one of those. Yeah. Get myself a Yay Area T-shirt. Then the coup de grace, I get myself an E40 coffee mug. <laughs> oh, what does it say? In a major way. Man, I love that man in my heart. Oh, it's gorgeous. I okay. saw him on the street once. He loved it. Oh, yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, it was the coolest day of my life. Oh. I yelled at him. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. He didn't say anything the first time, but then he came back around the block. Oh, wow. That's yeah. gorgeous. Good day. Okay. Uh, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, this is Josh from North Carolina. And um, my friend. Can you pause the uh, call, Danny? I- Can you pause the call? Just here's what you do. You wake up. You have yourself some Folgers crystals. Mm-hmm. Then you call into Jordan Jesse Co. It, I mean, this could be a thing where he's calling as something's happening. Okay. So it could be so if I've it's just like, been woken up by a bat. <laughs> you don't like his voice. I don't like his – I don't like, his like tone. sleepy energy. I don't like his vibe. All right. I think if you're calling into Jordan Jesse Go. Bring something to the table. Okay. I'm not, I'm not even asking – I'm not asking for you to do a bit or be funny or do a shtick. I just want you to have a little bit of – bring a little life to it. Have your coffee first, then make the call. That's all I'm asking for. He sound very cavalier. He does. He like sounds, he doesn't It sounds almost a like shit. a burden to him that he's calling <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, let's – okay. Go back to the beginning and let's listen. It could be he was woken up by a bat. I just got woken uh, up by a Josh bat from North Carolina, and um, my friend uh, just asked if I would be a sperm donor so that she and her partner can start a family. And uh, man, jeez, uh, I said yes. By the way, all right, um, punch your blimp later. Tight. I like so, that he brought it back at the end. So here's, <laughs> here's maybe I have two explanations for the for the tone. Yeah. One, I mean, this is emotional. This mm-hmm. is an emotional moment. It's maybe like maybe a little hard to talk about. Um, you know, like obviously there's a lot going through his head. Like you know, oh, I you know I'm feeling so much love for my friends right now, but also. You know, what are the implications of this for my future? You know, is it, you know, if you have a if you if your genetic material is in a child, like does it mean it's your child? Is it is 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 parentage based on genetics or is it who raises you? Like there's a lot here. There's a lot right. going on. Right. And I think that maybe the second explanation is that he he just came, he just made that <laughs> yeah. sperm and you're a little sleepy. Yeah. You're a little oh, sleepy. Like he's if you're at a bank. you're a little he's like I whew, just became just a blasted, just blasted. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, I, had a, I had a conversation uh for your benefit, David. I recently had my reproductive abilities uh erased. 
They took uh, your. Surgically. Oh, they snipped it. Yeah, they went. They went in there and did mm-hmm. a little. Oh, what are they? They they gra- I don't know what they're doing. They're very nice. I had a nice conversation with a very nice nurse before I went in there, and she explained to me the procedures. Mm-hmm. You have to get your sperms checked twice afterwards, uh, but they can only check them within like a forty-five minute window of when they've been generated. And sure. I don't know HMO mm-hmm. at least at Kaiser here in Southern California. Shout out uh, to Kaiser. Uh, they don't have a facility. Okay. You know, there's not a... What I'm saying, they don't have any jack-off cubicles or anything. Sure. That's... You know? But, I mean, if you do it right, the whole world's a jack-off cubicle. <laughs> so that's the thing. So she explained to me not only, like, you put it in, a, I guess, a Tupperware or something. A Tupperware? Oh. Wait, you got to put it in... You got to find your own container? <laughs> they may have given me a container. This is a real dick yeah. slap operation. So... You, well, literally. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's how I achieve orgasm. Whap, 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 whap. Intermittent, the and then I just yeah, turn it up, up, and then up, little up, slaps. Up, up. Well, I mean, have you thought about... You, know, you get how... to cut the line. That's the thing. So she's like, make sure you're going to a Kaiser facility with a lab, and then cut the line and tell them, this is my sperm sample. Oh. Because they have, they have to look at it in the microscope or whatever within that 45-minute window or what have you. So you don't have to stand in line with the people who are just waiting for their Propecia refills. Yeah, no, you're like, hey, I got hot, uh, yeah, hot batter in here. <laughs> yeah, I got a load. Trying to make, <laughs> I got a fresh. Trying to make pancakes. Have you thought right about? Now. I mean, just you know, if you're if you're busy or anything, just like right before you're about to blast, call and task grab it. Oh, that's a good idea. Have somebody oh come gosh. pick it up. That's a good idea. Gig economy. Catch it. I don't want. It. I don't want somebody to have to hold that container. Yeah. Because it's probably warm. I just don't. It's true. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess know. you don't have to tell them. Well, I guess they they need what to know. They, what else is it going to be? They need in there? to know to cut the line. One yeah. of my one of my biggest fears is if someone asked me to. I think maybe you could just put up on Craigslist transport my jizz. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's probably someone who's like, "That's I'm into that." Yeah, yeah. sure. I think there's posts like that up now on Craigslist. Yeah. They just call. Is it okay if I wear a French maid outfit? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think I am a little bit afraid. How discreet are you? I I think I'm a little bit afraid of the possibility of I my wife and I had uh, a couple of uh, uh, same sex couple friends mm-hmm. who were having children. They were both uh, uh, they were women, and they were trying to decide between getting sperm from someone they knew or from a sperm bank and doing uh, IVF and like all this different stuff. And it costs like tens of thousands of dollars. Sure, yeah. To do the IVF, uh, like it costs like I, I can't it was something like twenty five thousand dollars the first time and ten thousand dollars every next time or something. And what are the odds on it? About as much as having unprotected sex, um, or so. Something. So zero percent. Knock on wood. <laughs> am I right, guys? Here's open. Hey. There is. Hey. There was this terror. There was. Uh, this, I'm not ready to be a father. There was a terrified feeling that. They would because one of the possibilities is they could do it naturally with someone that they want to be the father, but then they have to do that. And then you, so it's like all of the stuff about like we're trying to get pregnant, like I'm watching my fertility clock mm-hmm. and right. the, the, the thermometer says this and that. The turkey timer is only out. you're also having sex with your friend <laughs> who is a lesbian. 
That sounds... I mean, it could happen with a bisexual uh, woman as well. I just but... saw this in a movie. Like a real movie. Not really? Like a, not like an X video. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, this Phillips, is... What is Henry this? Phillips' new movie. It has oh, okay. this exact same scenario with uh, Tig Notaro This is what the... Life. I think this is the big chill. <laughs> This yeah. in the I think this chill? is what the big chill I think is this about. Is I don't think it's... This is no, the big chill, sex too. Couples. Yeah. Back Only, to the ice. Yeah, yeah. In, in the big chill, I think they, they do this. This and ain't they, the big chill, an XXX parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they they, they play Dancing in the Streets by Martha and the Vandellas. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Motown. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Biff. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. Turns out it isn't what we thought it would be. For example, stickers on car windows? It's no longer about what type of monster would let that happen, and more like realizing you are that monster. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org or Apple Podcasts. And yes, there will be swears. MaxFunCon tickets are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. Watch stand-up comedy on a mountain. Roll out of bed after a dance party to see a live podcast taping. Take classes from amazing teachers with the most supportive group of people you'll ever meet. Make a bunch of friends and eat a ton of s'mores. Come to MaxFunCon at Lake Arrowhead, California, the second weekend of June, for friendship, comedy, and creativity. Get your ticket now at MaxFunCon.com. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. David Boy. You had to. You had to. You had it. You had to. You're like the first. No, I'm straight lace, no chase on this one. Okay. That's a nickname, though. Yeah. I gotta be me. Uh huh. Straight Lace, No Chase is a, is a nickname. So. Okay. All right. I just – as I was talking about that last call that we got, mm-hmm. I just want to acknowledge this. I went through a profound emotional journey mm-hmm. thinking about all the emotional consequences of being a father to a child that you're not raising and b- belongs to some people that you like and the, the whole thing, the, the honor of it, the this, right. the that. And I want to apologize I still think the guy should have had his Folgers, but I, should, <laughs> sure. I shouldn't have picked on him. Yeah. Because that was, he really, it does sound like he did it in the moment, and he was going through a genuine journey, and I'm glad that he provided that third act climax by yelling our slogan for 2017. And hey, Let's if, you're, if, you're, if you're there, if you're there, if you're out there, fella, we're sorry we made fun of you. Just get in touch, send us your address, we'll mail you some Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can anybody get us on a blimp? Yeah. We I got have a blimp guy. You need a blimp guy? Yeah. I make some moves. Okay. Ask your ask your Dorito man. Yeah. I, <laughs> we had some funny bl- thing. It's a, it's the the, the, the Dorito Corners blimp crossover <laughs> way bigger than you'd think. Yeah. Way bigger than you'd think. Yeah. I I sold some I had some blimp related shit in the put this mm-hmm. on shop. 
have some new blimp relationship and then put this on shop. No plug intended, but I'll <laughs> plug. I'll throw it in there. But uh, I sold a pair of Goodyear blimp cufflinks to a woman, and she emailed. Said, "I'm so grateful. We found this. Uh, my dad is an executive in charge of the Goodyear Goodyear blimp." Oh, wow. And uh, this is going to be such a beautiful Christmas gift for him. I knew as soon as I saw it that it, this was perfect. And I said, that, that is perfect. Get me on the fucking blimp. Make it say Jesse Thorne's a pimp. <laughs> this, this woman said. That's right. If you're on the blimp, do you get to control the blimp screen? Yeah, they just give Man. you a keyboard and yeah. let you write whatever. I would totally go down with the ship on that one. <laughs> I don't care. Lock me up. It would say the black man is God on the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> Just for a second, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? You come out of your the blimp is getting getting very political. <laughs> you're taking you're taking the blimp hotep. Is that what's going oh, on? Oh yeah, oh you're yeah. Gonna start making YouTube videos on the oh, blimp. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have black Hebrew about Israelite queens. propaganda. Uh, yeah, respecting queens, eating vegetarian, the yeah. whole nine yards. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I like yeah. it. I respect that. Yeah, no, I go big or go home. Like if yeah. you're gonna do it, mm-hmm. do it. I mean, there's some We're definitely. Put, some, I love mom. Like, get out of here. there's definitely some weird conspiracy. She, she, you are some looking crypto at a blimp. misogyny you're putting on that blimp, but yeah, I mean, I think it's worth it. If you got up in that blimp, you deserve it. Oh man, yeah, I'm already in the blimp. It's yeah. or it could be like a lot of quotes from the movie Belly. They're like a lot of <laughs> sure, yeah. a, a lot, lot of, of a lot of fun stuff. To a lot put of on things a blimp. I want to put on a blimp. <laughs> yeah. The movie State Property is underrated, <laughs> <laughs> but also it is. Have yeah. you seen it? I've never seen it. I've just always heard it's underrated. You know what it? I've it's, heard it's pretty good. You don't have to see it to see it. I've heard it's actually pretty good. It's like the only one of those movies that anyone will ever sincerely defend as being actually kind of good. Oh, no. Uh, Paid in Full is a good movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. State Property is a bad movie. Oh, is it? You know how rappers like love to act? They think it's uh-huh. so cool? Yes. Let's just say that whole movie, Beanie Siegel, is really enjoying acting. <laughs> oh, jeez. He rubs his beard a lot. Uh, In the world of actors, rappers turned actors, yes. do you have an opinion about when a rapper will team up with Steven Seagal? Love it. Okay. Yeah, I think that I think that they or like I want I would, more Van Damme team ups is what I want. I'd watch oh. a Van Damme Beanie Siegel movie. Oh my god. Can I suggest a name? Yes. Fireproof Boof. Damn it. <laughs> That's my it. suggestion. That's why they pay him the big bucks. That's my suggestion, folks. Okay. <laughs> Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us on uh, Jordan Jessica. What a joy it was to have you here. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Every week on All Fantasy Everything, you and Ian Carmel and other Sean people. Sean Jordan. Sean yep. Jordan. Fantasy draft, anything that you can think of. Anything. Music videos you want to live in forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, soft rock bangers. Why did we start an Arboretum <laughs> podcast, Jordan? Yeah. It's <laughs> Arboreal we, we, podcast. We, we, we wish we would have gotten to it first. You know. Great show, hilarious dudes. I was blinded by the light of John Muir. Sure. Yeah. Who wasn't? Yeah. John Muir. I love his woods. Uh, David Bory, people can also, uh, I mean, the people, I know you've been on television doing stand-up comedy. People watch that on the internet. But where can people check out your stand-up comedies? Uh, I'm kind of all, right, all around. Uh, if you just check at on my Twitter, at yeah. the G is silent, I have all my tour dates. And then when I go up in L.A. and stuff like that on there. At the G is silent because his name Bory starts with a letter G. Hmm. Silent. Hmm. Yeah. But you don't say the G. No, no. I would never. There's no vowels next never. to it. Most I people say the G. never. They yeah. usually say the G. Never say the G. You can hit us up on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com or on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh, hit us with the hashtag JJGo. I really, I just want to say, 
I love going on the Reddit. I love looking at the hashtag. I love it when people are talking about Jordan Jesse Go. I, so fun. So I get fun. So many kicks it's out so of it. So fun. So many kicks out of it, Jordan. We also have gotten some really nice iTunes reviews lately. So hey, if you're up okay. in Apple Podcasts, Thank you. absolutely review that. Helps I, the show. Helps the show. We had a day. This was a, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. We had a day. I should say I had a day where it was a tough one for me. Okay. It was a tough day at work, tough day emotionally. I wasn't feeling great. But as I was driving home, I hit play on an episode of Jordan Jesse Go with Chris Fairbanks, as I do once in a while. Once in a while, I'll check in on my own show. Once in a while, I'll check in and see, is this, is this anything? <laughs> you know, and the answer is, eh. I mean, I'll just listen if Chris Fairbanks is the guest on the Yeah, he's right. great. It's usually a, usually a good policy. And we were talking about extra long movies, mm-hmm. talking about movies with intermissions. Jordan said, well, back then, mm-hmm. you needed the intermission. She had to go to the concession stand and get a fried egg or whatever. <laughs> that made me, that plus a few nice reviews in iTunes absolutely saved my day. Isn't it nice how it could turn around like that? I didn't remember Jordan saying that at all. It was just a magical moment in my life that I basically am ready to get tattooed on my balls. Mm. Fried eggs? Yeah. They kind of look like fried eggs. I think That's it's not true. a bad ball tattoo. That's true. Is there a, is there a bad ball tattoo? <laughs> Daniel Baruela is on the boards this week for us. He, hey, knows, he knows what to do with some hit spam. Hit us up on Twitter and answer the question, is there a bad ball tattoo? Hashtag bad ball tattoo? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag JJ Go. Hashtag bad ball tattoo. Uh, Daniel Baruela is the man you want to go to for your alternative spam recipes. But, hey, throw those up on the, uh, throw those up on the Reddit. Oh, man. Hit us with some call. of those with the hashtag JJ Go. I feel like there's going to be some real nice spam recipes. I bet Hunter Ellen Boss has got a. He's standing at the ready Let's with a. Let's see fucking it. I'm ready to try spam for the first time. Foodie spam recipe. It's it's good to go. You don't have to be Korean, Filipino, or Hawaiian, but it helps. Mm-hmm. It will help you. Um, just for cultural reasons. Just that's the way cultural practices work. You know, uh, 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 Danny also likes to eat balut. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. He gives it the thumbs up. Okay. You tried to eat that one time and you vomited on yourself. Didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I wish it well. Yeah, nothing but the best. Our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. Thanks, Brian. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.